Thank you for listening. I'm Camille Theobald, your host. This week we have Will Petit as our guest, TEDx speaker, comedian, uh, smart guy in a lot of random stuff, uh, and he's a funny person to talk to. So I hope you enjoy our talk later. Uh, Want to catch up a little bit? I will be doing these episodes every other week now. I'm getting ready to go on a little itty bitty um, tour and uh, it's a lot of comedy writing, a lot of getting on stage, a lot of focusing on that. So uh, doing it twice a month is good enough for me for now. (laughs) Also taking up a new position at my day job. There's a lot of change happening. Okay, so... I've got to scale back a little bit. I love my healthy AFers, but I just got to, you know, we got to spend some space apart while I'm really busy. Okay, just take some space. Um, so within this busyness, have I been going to the gym? <laughs> Not that much. Uh, although my the gym has become more of a a safe space what is a sanctuary in a way um because it's like I just need this so badly I need to not be thinking about a joke or working at my day job for like one hour a day please and I don't even get to do that I get to do it maybe three times a week uh today I only got to work out for 30 minutes but you know what I did that stair stepper I burned those calories, okay? I did it for 30 minutes, and that was my time. Um, Sometimes you just got to do that. Sometimes you just got to, like, find the thing, do it, and if that's all you got, that's all you got, okay? It's better than not going. Truth. Um, I have been on Wellbutrin for about a month now. It's working. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a it's a drug that has been used f- to quit smoking, um, for depression, for bipolar disorder, uh, a couple of different things. So um, I was like, hey, I don't want to be depressed anymore. So I started to. It's very low dose which is good because I also don't want to feel hopped up on anything and I want to feel myself and the first week definitely did not feel like myself it was weird I was dizzy a lot and I was hungry all the time and definitely could not have any alcohol at all um I did have like a sip but it was like crazy uh, very, you're not supposed to really drink at all, <laughs> at least the first couple weeks. Um, but, uh, it is making a difference and, um, I don't really drink much anymore, even though the symptoms aren't as crazy anymore, but, um, I feel more motivated 
That's exciting. I mean, I've also changed my habits. You know, there's habits I have changed, um, uh, making sure I get up earlier and just going to the gym, staying more active, contacting friends when I'm feeling isolated and lonely. These things, calling family members, um, not doing things that don't serve me. If it doesn't serve me, hasta la vista, stupid thing that I was doing. I don't know, like mainly just worrying about what people think of me. That's like the main uh, thing that I am letting go. Okay, and with all of that, I lost four pounds. Isn't that cool? I thought so. Uh, the first couple weeks of, you know, the Wellbutrin and everything, I was working out a pretty good amount. It's just, you know, then work stuff happened. So, very excited. I'm feeling like myself again. Normal, good old, uppity, happy, motivated Camille. That's me. Camille. I said that kind of in a weird way. <laughs> uh, isn't that what, people are always like, how do I say your name? And I'm like, oh, Camille. I'm like, oh, but Camille or Camille? I don't care. Just say it. Just, I don't care. Just don't forget my name. Don't call me Claire. That's what I hate. Claire. My name's not Claire. It's Camille. Okay? Guys, I'm going to be in Bristol, Connecticut. Friday at the Chippenee Country Club. Hooray! Fairfield, Connecticut. Okay, yeah, that was June 8th. June 9th, Fairfield, Connecticut at the Fairfield Comedy Club. Then June 10th at Hartford Funny Bone, 4 p.m. Late brunch show. Early dinner, late brunch. However you want to do it, okay? Chanel Ali will be hosting. Dan Lamort is headlining I'm in the middle. I guess I would be featuring. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing a show. It's going to be so much fun. If you're in Connecticut, come out. All right. I think I'm ready to let you hear my convo with the funny and ripped <laughs> Will Batiste. Yo, what's up? How's it going, y'all? How's it going, Camille? <laughs> you doing good? Doing great. Uh, thank you for being on the podcast awesome i'm excited to be here to talk about being healthy as fuck yeah. can, we, can we cuss on this yeah okay, okay yeah okay yeah um the theme song has swearing in it it's fine uh so we met what a couple months ago i would say last year sometime yeah so like on the race wars ago. race wars podcast i recently learned that you power lifted at yeah. one point yes um and also you were like a relationship coach at yeah. one point, and then you have your own podcast called Lazy Philosopher. Yes. So like you, you're kind of like you kind of have this whole broad spectrum of different wellness subjects in life. Yes. Um, how did how did all of this get started? Like I'm just like I don't even know where to start from. Basically, my uh, my pursuit in trying to put on muscles came from. Um, uh, me being awful with women so like yeah yeah okay. so so working out and dating coaching actually had the same ah. the same launch point got it yeah okay um and uh, before that I was like a drug addict and stuff so like it was uh it was basically both of those kind of emerged to to fill the gap mm. where, where I was just realizing how lonely I was yeah and I had taken responsibility for my loneliness and in the gym where I was like, oh, the reason why I'm lonely and nobody loves me is because I, I, I'm not muscular. 
Mm. And um, and then I put on muscle, and then I realize I'm still lonely. And then <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I there's more to this. I don't think women mm. care as much about muscles as TV lets on. Yeah. They don't. No. You guys don't care that much. Not that much. No, it's not the selling feature on the car. If the guy is, like, a good person, you can kind of, like, forgive the beer belly a yeah. little bit. Maybe not even a good person. Maybe just <laughs> around at that time. Yeah, while yeah. they're very lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is the thing. is the, the deeper I've gotten into, I attribute less my, of my success with girls about who I am as a person and just more to being at the right place at the right time. Oh, yeah. that's true. My sister, I remember when she got married, uh, I asked her, like, do you think this is the one? Like, And she goes, no, we were just both ready at the same time. Yep. And happened to know each other. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, romance actually gets in the way of love. The idea mm. of, like, it, be, because people get obsessed with the story that they tell themselves uh, prescriptively. Where it's like, oh, this is how my life is supposed to happen, mm-hmm. and actually, or this is how our relationship's supposed to go, and it ends up making the relationship do weird things when it doesn't conform with that reality. Yeah. Rather, if we just describe the relationship as it goes, and if we don't like the way we're describing it, then ending it or whatever. But it, it's kind of a big, it's a because we want to make our life into a movie so quickly. Yeah, you know, but I I learned that one one time. I hit I was. I was a, uh, hitting on sounds so aggressive, so I was uh, beating up this woman. No, I'm sorry. I, was, I, I was in this <laughs> coffee. Yeah, I was in this coffee shop and I was talking to this girl, um, and it was going really, really great. Mm-hmm. Her friends were there, but they were just like spectators to our like love story. <laughs> she, she was like half Indian, half Italian, and um, uh, she had to go to a play. And we were at this time. We were, I think, we we're in Pic- uh, Piccadilly Circus. So she like, she's like, hey, I want to, um, I, I need to know you. Put your uh, name in my phone. Uh, so I can, um, so we can hang out again. So she put my name in her phone for uh, Facebook. So she, I see her add me. They leave. I'm like, dude, this is it. This is my soulmate right here. We talked about economics and shit. <laughs> She's beautiful. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't pay for um, data while I was out there. So I, when I got back home, I, I opened my computer. There's no friend request, mm. and I was so sad. But. And I was like really sad because I had written this huge narrative totally. just off this trailer. It was like I got yeah. so excited about this movie. And then yeah. the movie, you know what it was like? You know Louis C.K.'s movie? What's that? Uh, I Love You, Daddy? Yeah. It's like I watched the trailer for that and then Louis C.K. messes up and then I never get to see the movie. You know? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, now now like my favorite movie, I, I, I thought it was going to be my favorite movie. I can't even watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I Love You, Daddy look like a good movie? Everybody who I know who watched it said it was one of the best movies they've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I It looked weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Before I knew anything. It did look weird. Yeah, it, okay. It, it, it's a, but it was a good movie, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, this is the thing, is Louis is an artist in the sense that, like, it takes so much nuance to make shit that is, feels as weird as the shit he makes. Hmm. Because it's, I watch Louis the show sometimes. I'm like, this is almost bad. Yeah. This is all, like, I'm watching it. I'm like, this is pretty close to just being awful. You know, <laughs> it's, it's n- not. Not. It's actually really good. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's like. So bad that it's actually good. Yeah. Well, not, not even that. Like, because it, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't pass that threshold of being like, it's just like, it gets like right on the edge of like, this is, what what's going on here? Yeah. And then it gets real, mm. you know? Um, yeah. So I, I can't wait for him to come back. In like twenty years. Do you think twenty years? I think it's gonna be 
four months. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so growing up, were you like a skinny kid? Yeah, I was super skinny. And then the drugs made it worse. So I was like 107 pounds my going into my senior year of high school. Yeah. And I'm like 5'9". I was 5'9". I've been 5'9 since I was like in eighth grade. So I thought wow. I was going to be tall. Yeah. And then just nah. Nope. Just, just, just like just, just stopped. Just like, yeah, this is it, man. I want God was like, I want you to have insecurities, man. And <laughs> and um yeah, so I was I was real skinny. And then whenever I started putting on muscle, I probably started putting on muscle when I was 119 pounds. Mm. Then I blew the fuck up in college over like my last two years, two and a half years, I got up to like 190, which kind of looked gross. Yeah. Because I was I was kind of I was fat. I was all oh, okay. yeah. I, I wasn't like all the way fat because I was like working out, but I was definitely fat. You were eating to like be huge. Huge. I was. I was. I drank so much. This was when I did my first bulk summer, and I went from 130 pounds to 158, mm. 160 pounds. Uh, I was drinking a half gallon of chocolate milk a day. Wow. Blowing out my insides, like having yeah. to take like, and I was eating like five, six meals. I, so I was, I was going to the bathroom so many times, I wiped away the skin. Oh my, oh my gosh! And That's I was like not bleeding. good. And, and I couldn't, and it was so painful to wipe. I I would have to like crawl out of the bathroom, like on all fours. I'd crawl. I fucking. What were you eating? No, just everything, but mainly the chocolate milk was the. Is thing dairy that, bad for you? I, like I, I, specifically you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm like kind of lactose intolerant. So like I fuck around a oh. little bit with cereal, but I can't be drinking a half gallon of no, chocolate milk and every not. day. And um. Yeah, uh, and then I'd have to like, so I could I would have to like lay up, and it was like hot Texas summer. And let the fan, my ceiling fan, cool my ass before I like. That is horrible. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. Like it was like it was like an ordeal. I, and like I did, I did this for like three months. Oh my gosh! And why I, would you do that? Because I was trying to get laid, and I was just like, man. <laughs> That's like the wor- Your butt hurts. How are you gonna have sex when your butt hurts? I mean, like I don't, I don't know. It was. <laughs> and, and and so I would spend like three to five hours in the gym, just ridiculous oh amounts of time, gosh. man. And um, yeah, I was I was obsessed just watched youtube videos on it mm-hmm. i'd listen to a podcast like this like just like yeah. just like and I, I i yeah i'm really in a bro culture got it yeah in college because you're like bros get chicks yeah i was like i was because <laughs> like this is the thing is i'm like an indian black dude so i'm like man i i don't know how the fuck i'm supposed to like get chicks who the fuck am i supposed to be i guess i'll just be a bro like no matter yeah. what if you're a muscular dude you somehow fall in the ass at least that's what the movies tell me yeah yeah kind of no, not really. Like, no. you have to have game. Yeah. And you have to actually, more so than have game, is learn how to shut the fuck up. Totally. Yeah. Listen, I don't, I'm trying to, like, think back on all the rom-coms. That's all I mostly watched. Most of the guys are not very built. Well, that's because <laughs> rom-coms are made by beta males. So, yeah, so, beta males. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's part of the beta male okay. agenda. But Bet- even... <laughs> Even the ones that are not rom coms. I'm tr- what? Uh, print shit. I don't know. Ap- Happily ever after. He was kind of a skinny guy. <laughs> before sunrise, before sunset, and before after uh, after midnight are my three favorite movies. Okay. Yeah. I don't know any of those. You, so Richard cool. Linklater. They're really good. All I right. thought you would have watched those. I thought we were about to have a moment. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. Okay. Yeah. All of my romantic. Sh- shoot. This brick. Oh, you just play, you just play All that. the romantic movies I watched were uh, Disney. Oh, okay, yeah. This is the, these were. Um, oh, the Notebook. But he's not a bro in that. He's a. He's also Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I mean, and then eventually he comes into this. This is also the thing: is the context makes them like. If I was actually on like television, mm-hmm. I would look amazing. 
Like, totally. Yeah, my body is like ridiculous. Cause like Brad Pitt be looking swole in movies, and yeah. then I look back and I'm like, yo, He's that's like a that lot swole. of no. Yeah. But they, they they get those angles, man. They like you know like where it's like, you know like even I do. I know I have friends that are bigger than Thor. You mm. know, yeah. Thor is actually swole. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, man, you just get stupid into that meathead stuff, and I I love being like a meathead, like that mindset, like. Cause like bros will give you compliments, no one else will give you. Like, yeah. like, like hey man, you you lower qu- fucking glutes are looking real good. Like you You're know, lower glutes. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh hey man, I see you, this calf thing and blah blah blah. Man, you looking swole. Everybody like bros throw around so many more compliments than nerds. I don't mm. like nerds. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Nerds <laughs> suck. And I've been okay. a nerd. I used to play World of Warcraft you... competitively. Uh, Endgame. I used to play Star Wars. Oh sorry, I didn't mean to slap the table, guys. Uh, used you to used to do what? Play World of Warcraft, uh, like, Endgame. Oh. And um, nerds are actually have huge egos, way bigger egos than bros. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, and they're probably compensating for something. Yeah, not getting laid. Yeah, yeah, that, and no muscles. No muscles. No, but there's nerds with muscles. Yeah. They do exist. They do, they do. They yeah. do exist, but, like, part of the nerd culture, I'm just saying nerds in general, like, the, yeah. the, like, okay. the archetype of nerd, Yeah. they just suck. Like they like yeah. they they, they want to prove you wrong all the time all the time yeah, yeah. true yeah I will not disagree with I'm, that I I'm trying to imagine like, like a bro trying to prove that he's strong as much as a nerd tries to prove that they're smart it's would be ridiculous yeah. you'd be like well, they just it, do weightlifting competitions ha uh, that's funny because that's what I did that's exactly yeah. what they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay so did you so you started lifting in college big time yeah um. Which replaced your uh, drug habit. drug addiction, and yeah. then um, in college, when did you like weightlift competitively? I did that in law school, so okay. that's whenever I started really loving deadlifts. Uh, so I my my total is still low, like it's right around a thousand. Mm. Not anymore, but like when I used to compete, and um, yeah, I just loved lifting lots of weight. Mm. I just like. I, I would wake up at 3.30 in the morning to train. So when I was living in London right before uh, law school uh, and Malaysia, actually, I started Malaysia, I would start, I moved back how early I woke up by 15 minutes a, a week. And then up until I got to... Why why 3.30? Why so early? Because uh, I had a professor, his name is Dr. Markham, and he used to wake up at 3.30 in the morning, and he had like two PhDs and an MD, and he would run like a mara- like a half a marathon on the Stairmaster, and he was like the happiest guy I've ever met. It's like, oh. you can't be an unhappy dude if you're waking up at 3.30 in the morning on your own volition. So I was like, I'm going to do that. I think that's successive, but okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was not sustainable <laughs> yeah. at all. Like, and, um, Does he go to bed at 7? Yeah. Okay. Like that. Yeah. It's like, I guess if you're waking up at 3.30, it's mostly because you want time where no one else is awake. Yep. You want to be alone. Like 100%, that focus. But that's like so much time alone before yeah. anyone wakes up. Exactly. <laughs> It, it was it was bad. Like yeah. I, I, honestly, I kind of regret doing that in law school because it made me not make that many friends. Because mm-hmm. everybody be like, "Oh yeah, we just got done studying. Let's go out for drinks." But yeah. I'm like fucking right. psycho because yeah. I I used to cook all my meals on Sunday. Um, same same meal. It would be uh, tilapia and bread. <laughs> just um, tilapia and, and t- bread. for for uh, for and 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 a spinach. Yeah. Uh, for uh, lunch and dinner for breakfast, I'd have egg whites and bread and a banana. Uh, and then a Greek yogurt as my snacks, and then peanut butter and jelly sandwich before bread. And um, so I was, like, fucking lean. I was, like, so lean. I could see, like, the veins in my abs and shit. Wow. Um, and, and you were working out for three hours? Yeah, I was working for, like, uh, two hours. And I was okay. doing the Stairmaster twice a day. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
and it was the the thing that ended up happening was it actually at that point I became more insecure about my body than ever ah. because when you get that close to like your body's like like getting close to like it's like limit mm. you little imperceptible mistakes speak so loud so like if i eat like some a burger with sodium my face would blow it up like wow. just just because i would just see it and it would, it would be visible to me no one else yeah and, of course and you get really obsessed and then i remember having one realization i took my shirt off in the gym like a douchebag and i was like like, ugh, like, like checking it yeah, out yeah and then um and then i thought like you'll never you'll never lift it enough weights to be six feet tall and white Mm. And, and what I wow. re- yeah, it was like this like huge like realization that I'm actually trying to use working out to deal with this self hate I have because mm. I feel like this is the reason why I experienced pain in other areas when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's an insane realization. Yeah, man. Like, and it's it's crazy because you'll get there and you expect things to be different than they are. And at that time, I was doing well with girls. I'd done the dating coach thing, but you. you 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 chase this mirage of what your life is supposed to be like yeah. when you look like that. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't and it and it can't mm-hmm. because it, your 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 movie is competing against a painting, a mm-hmm. picture and and so it, it just it, not everything can happen all at once. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. But uh it, it kind of reminds me of when I was a dancer, I had sort of I got to like 100 and eight pounds yeah which is like very small for me and uh i couldn't remember anything Mm. i don't remember most of that year because i was in a fog all the time and just like i remember my bones sticking out and being like whoa this is crazy yeah um but yeah it was like i'm finally as skinny as i want to be but i have no friends yep i feel even worse about myself and I can't function normally. No. Yeah. That's what, it, whenever you get close to your genetic limit, you know, like you can't even get erections. If you're actually like stupid fucking lean, you're not going to be getting erections. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You don't have enough blood. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not bl- blood, fat. I think your yeah. body's just like, you're starving. So it's like, dude, don't even concentrate on fucking bro. Just like, <laughs> just stay alive. Yeah. All right, man. Cause like your body's like, man, it might be another like three weeks to kill the wildebeest or whatever. You know, <laughs> wow. it, it doesn't understand the concept of McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, that, like, you could just eat McDonald's at any moment. Um, So when you had that realization, what happened next? Did you, like, stop right away, or was it, like, did you just keep doing it? Kept doing it. Um, What eventually happened was I started doing stand-up. So I kept powerlifting, and then um, then I just started doing stand-up, and then I just liked it more. I liked the community. Was that in, you were in London, uh, so, so, oh, so in London uh, is when I started waking up super early. Got it. And then, but I kept doing it in law school, which I was in Chicago. Okay. And, um, I did powerlifting tournaments probably my first year and a half in Chicago. Okay. And then I started doing, uh, stand-up around that year and a half mark. Or the half, okay. that, 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 so like, there was like a small overlap between powerlifting and mm-hmm. stand-up. And the problem was I was just never going to be strong enough to compete on a high level at powerlifting. Because okay. I, I have, uh, tiny joints. Uh, um. Yeah, you're built... Not to, for a, to for it to be a small guy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm, this is this is not what this dude is supposed to look like in yeah. the tribe. I'm supposed to be the medicine man. I'm pretty sure, like the <laughs> yeah. witch doctor or shaman or some shit. Um. So yeah, I uh, I started doing stand up, and then my muscles started working against me because no one wants to laugh at a fucking swole dude on stage. No. Yeah. Like especially if he's not confident. 
Like, there's a difference between, like, a swole dude who's like, yeah, I'm fucking swole. Yeah, I look <laughs> then better. Because you can laugh at the yeah. ridiculousness. Exactly. The ego. Yeah. But, like, no, you can't laugh at a dude who's, like, muscular and insecure. Nah, man. They're going <laughs> to let you die up there every fucking time. So I stopped working out as much, and I would put on jackets on stage and put on glasses and try to pretend like I was a beta male. Um, yeah. You hate beta males. I hate them. I hate them. I hate that they run comedy. I really do. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, like, uh, uh, the, most, most comedians were nerds. Yeah, and that's kind of weird, because that, a lot of comedian dudes, like, the beta, so there's a beta male structure that has emerged, and it's like, that where it's just like a bunch of dudes who are just like, not funny off stage. I'll say it uh, like that. Like, yeah. the, like a lot of the beta male indie scene, like, comics, they're just not funny dudes off stage. They're mm. just, they're just like, oh, let me get my pen and my paper and write funny. And yeah, they're really talented and stuff, but, like, then they also bring up this, like, oh, you know, like, I, I never get laid, blah, 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 no one loves me, and all this other stuff, and it's just like, man, it's just, at this point, it's just kind of like, those problems are just kind of hack in the way in which they're doing them. Okay. So, so Yeah. I don't know. I just have a big thing against beta males. And I <laughs> okay. just don't like how uh, they Is try... Is that because you're afraid that you're a beta male? Uh, no, I'm not afraid that I'm a beta male, all right? <laughs> have you looked in the mirror and gone... Ah, I, I, I might be a beta male? No, that that's never happened. I've always okay. been an alpha, even when I was, like, skinny. Okay. Uh, I, I, I was beta sometimes... I think I was beta in... This is the weird thing, was I was, like, beta in... And I'm going to have so much hate in your comments. No, um, it's going to be fine. Uh, I, was, I was beta in relation to how I, like, talked to girls and stuff for a really long time. Okay. But uh, with dudes, I've always just been a loudmouth asshole. Uh, okay. Yeah, like, even just small. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's funny. So, you started doing, like, wait... What, do you call it relationship coaching? Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. You started well, doing not that in college? No, no. Not relationship. That's uh, like so, dating coaching yeah, or something. So I, did some, uh, like, so I did some post-grad courses at the London School of Economics, and when I was there, I stumbled into this thing called the Attractive Man Seminar. Okay. And then I just started answering questions because I knew the answers because I, I, I'd just been involved in pickup before that. And then just okay. had a bunch of dudes who were like, hey, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Can you mind if you take me out and blah, blah. Then so wow. I just did that, and um, it was cool. Got guys laid. So you were like Hitch. Yeah, no, Hitch is a he's really creepy. Okay. He's really creepy. He's really he, creepy. <laughs> yeah, he stalks women, and then yeah. and then cultivates a narrative for guys who should never be oh, with yeah. these girls. That was weird. Yeah, that's actually it's actually really weird, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I just did a way less, but seemingly more creepy thing. It's like, hey, dude. I'm gonna talk to uh, go talk to that girl. No, man, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, no, no. And then and then you you go in there and they talk for like five seconds, and then you tell them what was weird about what they did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just analyze them. Yeah, analyze them, and then sometimes I'll bring them into a set. So we'll be talking to girls, and then I'll just shut up. So they'll have to carry the conversation. I'll tell them at points when when they should go for a kiss or whatever like that. Um, talk about like a, a lot of the feelings that guys have or, or mass amounts of unworthiness mm-hmm. like oh why would a girl ever liked me I'm a piece of shit mm-hmm. you know I'm fucking yeah. you know and you just have to get through all those like mental hoops totally okay yeah so you were were you were you ever an active lawyer nah because nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you got way too into weightlifting and comedy mainly okay. comedy comedy was the reason I had a job offer to be a lawyer for the Marine Corps wow um 
but I was doing Yom Kippur. I'm not Jewish, but I like to fast for the thing. And you're supposed to think about if today is my last day alive, what would I have done differently about my life and then make amends with people. And I was like thinking, if today is my last day alive, I definitely wouldn't want to be a fucking, like, I, this is not where I want to take my life. I don't give a mm. shit about, like, being a lawyer for the Marine Corps. I want to do comedy in New York. Mm. And what bothered me the most about the Marine Corps would have been, like, I wouldn't have been able to pick where I was going to go. Um, yeah, and then I'd been I would I would have been there for five years to come out and been like, man, fuck, I really wish I <laughs> did comedy, like yeah. you know, like that's what I yeah. So um, yeah, so that's what it was. Yeah, and then did the first year was it the first year or second year into comedy where you did it three hundred and what how many days in 67, a row? Sixty seven because it was a leap year, days? and then we had our show like our big show on the three sixty seven, so I had to do one more extra day. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, I uh, it was it was in my first year. It was like my, my first year and into my second year a little bit. So you have a pattern, like yeah. you get really into shit. I, I get really into shit. Like I'm like. That's like you are so into it. Yeah, that's it. That's why. Like, but that's good. I mean, I think it's good in a lot in some ways. Yeah. And obviously, it can be bad. I have a porn others. addiction. I have to. I have porn blockers on my phone and my computer. <laughs> like yeah, like I'm I'm like I'm an intense dude. Like I'm just like. <laughs> All the things. Yeah, like a- anything. I, I like. I was addicted to World of Warcraft. Um, I was addicted to Star Wars Galaxies. OGs know about that shit. That shit was. I, I, I've never been addicted to anything like I was to that. The gym, like you know, I'm addicted to Stairmaster. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. You are now. Yeah, I love the Stairmaster. Is that that's like the, the stairs, right? That you're like literally just walking up. Yeah, I think it's a metaphor it for life. I think it's a metaphor for working out. Is that as 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 far as you think you're climbing up, you're still in the exact same place, mm. you know? And wow. yeah, but um, yeah, I do it every morning, and I'll do like um, do like 140 flights of stairs, in like 20 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> okay. come see me. I'll do 20. I do 20 minutes, but definitely not that many flights. I have uh, no idea. I don't even count. I'm just like, count. oh, I got 300 calories burned. I'm off. Then, Good. Yeah, Done. you're actually not move that on far. to weightlifting. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you do, you do your cardio beforehand. I always do it after. It depends on the day, what yeah. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I love to, like, watch my sweat drip out of my body, and then just, like, okay. like, like my soul is on the Stairmaster. Mm. Yeah. There's another guy on, same thing. He'll, like, put on a hoodie, put on, like, multiple clothes, and he just, like, sweats. Yeah. Ridiculous. I don't even sweat that much, so it's just like, all right. Do you drink a lot of water? Enough? I could probably drink more water. But I try to drink about 64 ounces a day. Do you count the ounces? Nerd. <laughs> That's why you're getting all defensive over these nerds. 64. No, I'm just playing. No. Like, I'm just a Virgo. Okay? You're a Virgo? What do Very Vir- precise. Do you, do you take uh, astrology seriously? No. no. Not that much. No. But uh, to an extent. I feel like if, if a bunch of people are born at the same time in a year, they're probably going to have some similarities. Just in society, how does everyone feel during the month of August? What is surrounded by the month of... It's like the beginning of school in the end of August. Uh, summertime. There's just, like, certain things that, like, you associate... I, I associated myself with August because that's when I was born, you know? Yeah. That I feel like if you grow up with those thoughts... I've never heard anybody say that, but that makes sense. I that's, can see that. You know, I don't know if stars affect us, but I know... A lot of Virgos are really precise and like perfectionists on certain things. So I don't know. I know a lot of Gemini's who love to talk. I'm a Gemini. I fucking talk. Yep. 
I hate being a Gemini because, like, the second girl hears that shit, she's like, oh, shit. No, I ain't fucking with you. Like, oh, you a Gemini? That's funny. Yeah, that makes it sound like I only date black chicks. But, like, yeah, no, it's like, no. I think it's just that every chick turns on that voice whenever. When they turn you down. Yeah. Or when they say you Whenever they're turning down for being a Gemini, yeah. I do Myers-Briggs, man. I think that shit makes way more sense. Ah. Yeah, I'm ENFP. I have a girl's personality. Oh, yeah. I did that before. I forgot what I am, but it made it was made sense what they told me. I was like, "Yep, yep, that all it all comes together." Um, okay, so you went hardcore with comedy, and when did you start the Lazy Philosopher? I started the Lazy Philosopher in law school as a a way to uh, basically build an audience. Okay. Um, and then I just, I honestly, I've stopped making, I've stopped recording podcast episodes recently just because out of laziness. But I got like 38 I mean, on you are the lazy philosopher. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, you know, actually, I'm, this is the biggest lesson I could teach people. And so, um, and I use it as a form of networking. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. And then I just gave advice to people and stuff. People, people messaged me saying like, dude, like, yeah, man. What kind of advice? Oh, dude, all sorts of stuff, man. Like, I don't know. I talked about, um. So every episode, I'm the lazy philosopher is named after a different topic that I wanted to talk about with that person. Okay. So, um, you know, I remember on my episode with, this isn't even some advice, but like I had an episode named God. I actually think I took it down because uh, I was getting re- um, background checked for the bar exam and we talked about doing uh. DMT and stuff. But um, a friend of mine that I can't actually mention because he's, he's going to um, be yeah. taking the bar exam. He uh, was talking about how if you have infinite, if God is infinite, then he has infinite intentions. Mm. That he actually wants you to fail as much as he wants you to succeed. Hmm. Yeah. So why? You... Well, success comes from failures. Oh shit! That was yeah. That, but like, also, he wants you to fail some more because he just—he just is everything. He's just evil and good. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it's interesting that people will blame death on God's inaction. Uh, people have such this attachment to. Uh, death being wrong when that's literally life i don't know no death needs to happen in order for there to be life like yeah. ellen watts talks about how they're both you can't have a wave with no bottom like you know what i'm saying you can't yeah so it's just like it's just the different parts of the same thing i believe in reincarnation because that's just more fun to believe totally like, yeah i think like my beliefs are this i think your beliefs should be fun because they're not provable <laughs> you know yeah. like that's exactly yeah. it like so it's like oh i can't know what happens after i die fuck it man i'm gonna believe that i am actually everything and i've been i've lived every i'm gonna live another life i could live this life again if i wanted to fuck it yeah you know but if i die i'm like really there's a um a quote by richard dawkins and it's um um we're all gonna die one day and that makes us the lucky ones because most people are never going to die because they were never born. Mm. And I was like, man. It made me feel so bad about jerking off. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Oh, because all the semen that died? Yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> fucking all the fucking, just like, yeah, man. And even like, dude, like, honestly, it's fucked up. We beat out 500 million sperm to be here. I always tell people that. That's why, wow. I, that's why I believe I should, that's why I go, That that's my frame of reality is I go, I'll go for whoever I want, whatever opportunity I want, because I already beat the biggest race in life. Harvard, 6% acceptance rate. Life, 1 in 500 million. All right? Wow. That's like America lining up and racing, you know? Yeah. And you want that shit. 
and you earned a place to be here and so what what other proof do you need to go for what you want you know Mm -hmm. what like oh you need you need this little bit extra muscle to go for what you want or this little extra money whatever fuck it dude just you you made it here this 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 is the olympic village Mm -hmm. right and everybody here is a gold medalist or whatever you know and i think we get so caught up in trying to prove ourselves to other people yeah and and we have the status anxiety like oh how much does this fucking person respect me and all this other shit but really dude it doesn't it does it's not number one it's not even real it's an imaginary game the it's a game that other people validate so it feels real but it's not at the same time you know i remember having the realization that like when you break up with somebody or they break up with you, it's like you played a game with them and then all of a sudden they just stood up and walked away. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. That's it. There's no evidence of the game. They're like, there's, it's just, it, the world's exactly the same, you yeah. know? Yeah. So what projects are you working on right now? Uh, you know, just got brown guys who fuck pilot about to come out. That with <laughs> Usama Siddiqui and Kara Margola shouts out gang, gang, gang. We were shooting that. Uh, it's gonna be dope. We have a lot of really great people attached to the project. Cool. Um, and then also I'm uh, making a cryptocurrency, a product with James Altucher that's in the works. So next Bitcoin mania, be on the lookout if you want to make millions of dollars trading that shit. I'm tapped in the market. I know people. I know what they want. I know. I I read the market before the market knows itself, man. And then um, I'm also writing a book uh, called Event Horizon, also with James Altucher. And um, um, and then, um, yeah, and then I'm just out here just trying to be sexy, you know? <laughs> What's Event Horizon about? It's about paradigms that are going to take you from... So the Event Horizon on, around a black hole is a place where once light passes its threshold, it cannot escape mm. because the gravitational pull is so strong. Um, and so there is something before then and after then. And what Event Horizon is, is going to be a compendium of our philosophies and paradigms that we've picked up that will take you from being the person that you were to an unrecognizable figure. The thing is, a lot of self-help books, they operate from the assumption that you're going to have a linear strike up to success. Yeah. And so that you're going to know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, that's that's a false assumption. Yeah. Right? But what happens is if you have a bunch of philosophies and which I look at as uh, I look at uh, philosophies and paradigms as uh, technology. Like some people just don't have a te- the technology to have a good relationship. Yeah. They literally just don't even they, they they're working with like sticks and stones and shit. Yeah. You know and or or they don't have the technology to take from one place to the other. And so yeah, you know I'm gonna share st- stories and stuff like that. And um yeah and it's gonna be really great. Cool. Talk about frame control. Oh. Yeah. Do you have a website? I don't have a website, but check me out on Quora. I'm Quora famous, and you want to read my stuff. I got, like, my writings on there. Check out my YouTube channel, The Lazy Philosopher, as well. And then, um... Oh, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, you please. I'm trying to pass 2K so girls at the club think I'm somebody. You know what I'm saying? Try to move out to L.A. Because you can't, you can't be in L.A. with less than 13,000 followers as a dude. You won't ever get laid. That's it. That's the only way. That's the only way. Under 13K, no, you're nobody. <laughs> Are you worried about 13K... For getting laid or for comedy? Oh, comedy is fine. 13K, I probably <laughs> have like a Conan set or whatever. Like, <laughs> comedians are bad as fuck at social media. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for being on the Thank podcast. you. I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs>